0: Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money.
1: On today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, we have Jude Heath joining us from Jay Heath & Co., where he joins Gregory to answer Richard's question from the Winning It Life hotline. Can I buy extra I-bonds with leftover money from my tax returns? We also have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com podcast 89 Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast
0: 8-9. So let's uh, bring on Richard from Metairie. Welcome to Winning at Life. How can we help you today, Richard?
2: Uh, yes, I've got a question about my uh, tax refund. Um, I snail mailed the return in March, and I haven't heard anything yet. It's going to be automatically put into my uh, checking account. But I, I know they're super behind on opening up uh, the, the returns, and physically, you know, on the physical mailing returns. So I wanted to know if two things: is uh, if do they owe me interest from the time that uh, the tax was due to when they get around to, to paying me? I, that could be not until the end of the year, maybe till next year. And also, a secondary question is, I've recently I've heard that uh, tax returns can be invested in I-bonds. Now, i already got my ten grand this year, max, in the I-bond, but is there a maximum on tax returns? Say I'm getting, hypothetically, I get $20,000 back, can I put the whole 20000 in the uh, I-bond?
0: You want to uh, speak to the tax question? I'll handle the I-bond part if you want.
3: Sure. So um, you're right, Richard. Uh, Paper process returns are taking forever uh, by pre-pandemic standards. And so, you know, we're having clients wait up to six, eight months uh, to get their returns processed. Um, So if you mailed it certified and you've got, your registered number that they actually received it, then you can be assured that, you know, your refund will be processed and sent forward eventually. Uh, no, they're not going to pay you interest back through April the 15th or, or whenever that was due. And so um, you're just going to get your refund amount. Um, and that, that that's just the, that's where we are now, is that's their labor and, and we just have to wait. And so, yeah, that's that's what's going on. So Gregory with the I bonds. Yeah. And you're getting a pretty good size tax refund. I could see
0: why you would ask that question, but here's, and this is a great website and they, they got all these questions. I think you could think of there treasury gov paper or electronic both. Can you, how can you buy I bonds? You can buy them by paper or electronic. You can buy a paper i bond only when filing a federal income tax return. So that takes us to the next part. What's the maximum? Electronic, you can put ten thousand total each calendar year per person into I bonds. Paper, the max five thousand dollars total each calendar year per person and and you've got i bonds that are in any amount to the penny from $25 to 10,000 papers 50 100 200 500 and 1500 the combined rate for i bonds issued from May through of this year through October of 2022 the combined rate is 9.62%. So that is appealing but you can't get a lot of money in there. Does that help you, Richard?
2: Well, so you're saying since I already put my ten grand in, not through my tax returns, I first of the year I just uh you know, got got my account online and had them take the money out of my account, the ten grand. So what you're saying is since I've already done that, the tax returns I can't have anything going in there from the tax returns because the ten grand is Maximum for whether you're doing it through a tax return or if you're just uh, buying it directly on the website.
0: Yeah, 10K is the max. It is.
2: Okay. Are
0: you
3: right, Jude? So, so you, Richard, if I, I'm understanding your question correctly, you're asking if you can divert any of your refund to buying more I bonds.
2: Right, right. In in that, I've already put 10 grand in. Uh, you know, first of the year before I even file my tax. So will they take like hypothetically will they say, Okay, are you getting twenty thousand dollars back on your return? Uh does the law say you can put more ten grand if you if you take it out of your tax returns? That's what uh, your tax refund.
3: Yeah, yes. The the answer to your question is yes, but since you weren't an I bond holder in twenty twenty one uh, you wouldn't be able to do it for this 2021 return that you just filed. But when you file 2022, you're allowed per tax return. So if you're married, filing joint, you know, single, head of household, whatever, per tax return, you are allowed to divert up to $5,000 of overpayment as a refund okay. to additional well, I bond okay. purchases.
0: That's in addition to. Oh. Say somebody bought puts ten thousand in electronically, they can also divert five thousand from their tax return and get fifteen in
3: per tax return of the refund. So you need to make sure that you that you have a refund going into filing twenty twenty two overpay it by at least five thousand dollars. Well, that's
0: the next question All I was right. going to ask so a strategy could be, well, I'm overpaying five k in. So I get a refund to divert. That's strategy correct. right there.
3: Yes, that's correct.
2: To get 15K. Yeah, in. okay. Well, that, that, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. So uh, you can get around it a little bit by putting 15 grand in every year, if you finagle your taxes to where you're going to get a 5,000 dollars refund. You could work it that way.
0: Yeah, and that's actually on the website I just found it. How much in I bonds can I buy for myself? I've never had that question or thought about it that way. But that is a neat idea there that like if you want to get some in, well, overpay on your tax return so you can get up to 15, but it says here in a calendar year you can acquire up to 10,000 in electronic I bonds in Treasury Direct. And the next bullet point, up to 5000 in paper, I-bonds using your federal income tax return. The, uh, they've okay. got three points on that I'll give to you since you're hanging on with us. The limits apply separately, meaning you could acquire up to 15000 in I-bonds in a calendar year. Bonds you buy for yourself and bonds you receive as gifts or via transfers count towards that limit. And if a bond is transferred to you due to the death of an original owner, that amount doesn't count towards your limit. And let's see, there's two others here. If you own paper bond issued before 2008, you can convert it to an electronic bond in your account in Treasury Direct, regardless of the amount of that bond. The annual limit before 2008 was greater than today's limit of ten thousand dollars and the limits are applied per social security number of the first person named as owner of a bond or for an entity per employer identification number see i told you there's a lot of information there on that that's a big help today jude thank you any other questions richard
2: no i that's going to take care of my uh Main question I had about the maximum, so I'll know now, To, I think there's an extra form you got to fill in to do that, right, from what I read. Is that true?
0: If you're filing your tax return, more so for do-it-yourselfers, but Jude said, you know, it's a real easy number to remember. He said it's 8888 is the form, form 8888. It's called the allocation of refund, including savings bond purchases. And part two is kind of the part for the savings bond. So once again, Jude thanks for that information there as well. So something more people want, might wanna do, especially because you can only do it electronically at max of 10,000, but you can get another five, max of 5K in through a tax refund and come up with the idea if you want to get some in and you hadn't done your tax return send the IRS some money so they can send it back I don't know is it kind of late to do that but if it's an ongoing thing think about it you want to say well I want to get 5,000 in so I'm gonna make sure I've overpaid $5,000 so you can put that in there I like that idea from that I just wouldn't do it too much ahead of time because how much interest do they pay you on that um, extra money you give the IRS? Not
3: very much. Uh, n- <laughs> it's not kind of like much at all. It, isn't it kind of like zero? It is. And <laughs> to be specific, but you know, one of the things we tell our clients is is it's good to have an overpayment. Um, it,
0: I know you shared with me that a few years back. I I love that idea. Yes.
3: It, Please continue. It. Protects you uh, from little oversights, little little mistakes. If you missed a ten ninety nine, you know whatever you you'll get a couple of years later. You'll get a notice saying, "Hey, we matched up and you missed this document. Here's the tax you owe on it, but we adjusted the overpayment so you don't owe interest and penalty." One of the things that stings so bad about the tax code is when you miss something and you get you get dinged for the tax, sometimes two years later, the penalty and interest could be 50% of, uh, of the amount of the tax, and that, that hurts. And so we encourage our clients, you know, it, it's not a good investment, but it kind of helps you just in the event that it was an oversight, you didn't have a document, you missed something.
0: Okay, so you've, you've overpaid for that reason, but at the end of tax time, you get the refund, but that overpayment's still not there. Is it, unless you're just going to let it carry forward?
3: Right. So we encourage our clients to not take the refund within reason and just roll the reef carry, they say, carry the refund forward to the next year. So then they would pull that forgotten
0: thing out of that money at some point. The forgotten tax. Would it reduce tax. your uh,
3: penalty and in interest or anything? Or are they still. That's correct, because they kept them, they were the holders of the money. You don't get charged penalty and interest. Wow, I didn't know that. So that's why we encourage our clients, keep a little in the tank. Don't drain it every year. Oh, that's my refund. They don't pay me any interest. I want my money. Okay, that's one way to look at it but this it, it is and and what we what we say is if if you can keep a little small percentage of you know your tax your your taxes every year in that bank it just protects you you know we're all about paying the least amount of taxes penalty and interest included through the years and everybody makes a you know I left off this K1 I left off this 1099 that sort of thing
0: I like that idea, and then the savings bond money. If you're going to try that, then stack that on top of it. But you always want to leave some in the tank because they're not going to charge you penalty and in interest. And it's always, I, I could see it being some simple thing. You forgot to note the ten nine, you know, the ten ninety nine of interest from that account that you haven't touched. In a while, things can sneak up like that. I yeah, I have that from time to time. But I like that idea of keeping leaving some in the tank up and above. I always owe them some money, but I I like that carry forward idea, and that's real helpful on the penalty and interest kind of gets waived on that. So once again, good idea. And don't forget if you're doing a tax return in the future and you want some of that. Extra money to go to a savings bond, that's Form 8888. If you have Jude Heath doing it, you don't have to worry about remembering that. Just tell them you want some of that money to go to a savings bond out there. Okay, thank you very
2: much.
3: Awesome. So how do they reach you? Well, they can call your office. Uh, Your office calls my office, emails my office throughout the week. Um, so, or my website is jheathcpa.com. Uh, my office number is 504-832-1873. Uh, we're open eight to five every day. You just call us. We're there. We answer questions. Uh, we answer emails. You got a question late at night. There's a, uh, there's a service on the website that accepts your question. Just email us your question. We'll get it in the morning. Uh, we're we're, we're pretty available.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Ask Gregory, where we answer your financial questions. You can find us anywhere podcasts can be found and on YouTube and Facebook live every Saturday from 10 to 1. Subscribe, leave a review and tune in next time.
1: Thank you so much to our guest, Jude Heath, for joining us on this episode. And don't forget, we have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. If you go to GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 89. Again, that is GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 89. Bond obligations are subject to the financial strength of the bond issuer and its ability to pay. Before investing, consult your financial advisor to understand the risks involved with purchasing bonds.
4: Gregory Erickson Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Erickson Associates are not affiliated companies. Gregory Erickson Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, is our trademark tagline. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or the preservation of principal, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance insurance. insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strengths and claims of the paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Erickson Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. This information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained by sources is believed to be reliable, but the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Rickson Associates. Any media logos or trademarks contained herein are the property of their respective owners, and no endorsement made by those owners of Gregory Rickson Associates is stated or implied. Gregory Rickson Associates has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Rickson Associates, W.J. Blanchard Law LLC, J. Heath & Co., and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. This show is a paid placement.